late night talk shows. <laughs> Welcome to How Do We Human. This is the podcast where we talk about all the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. Yeah, I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. And we have a special guest today. Uh, after a 200 episode break, we got him back, baby. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the podcast, Derek Lee Hood. Mm-hmm. After you guys went through your Excel sheets and it was like 199, fuck, there's no one? <laughs> 200? All right, cool. Cool. We're, we're back. <laughs> nah, we love you, Derek. We love having you here. Uh,. I took over the intro for some reason. Go ahead, Chris. Wow. <laughs> We're going to be talking about uh, late night uh, talk shows. Um, they're what back sucks. from the writer's strike. <laughs> Much like Derek to this podcast, late night shows are back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> they're back. Um, Derek was striking against us for 200 episodes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, after terms. years of negotiating, we finally came to an agreement. I where appreciate that, guys. You guys can't on. use. You guys can't do deep fakes of me. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, that's what we wanted to do. We we <laughs> always, even though it's an audio medium, now we have video on YouTube. But even though it's an audio medium, we had been asking all of our guests uh, when we were recording in person to, to do a full body scan for us. <laughs> Um, but now we've decided to, um, treat people humanely, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> let's talk about late night shows. Uh, how, do we like them? <laughs> Great question to start <laughs> off with. Actually, no, you know You what? guys ever seen it, one? <laughs> it is a great question to start off with because it tees me off to this first point. I have always loved late night talk shows i got into late night shows when i was a teenager and i still say i love late night shows i follow the drama <laughs> i follow all of what's going on i haven't watched an actual episode of a late night show since colbert's first show i watched that first episode i haven't seen an episode of anything since then and that was like nine years ago right he started yeah. in like 2014 or something yeah <laughs> yeah no, I was a big uh, Letterman, Conan, uh, Craig Ferguson fan. And then these people started going off the air. And uh, I went, eh. <laughs> so does that mean I'm not a late night fan? I don't watch any of it. Well, I guess, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to come to a consensus here real quick. Because I this, I think, is a show that you do watch. Um, and it's whether oh, or sure. not this counts which is The Daily Show. Does The Daily Show count as a late night show? No. It's <laughs> it's half an hour too early. <laughs> That's like late afternoon. <laughs> late, late afternoon. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, because I think that it's still, I think it counts... Um, I kind of do too. <laughs> I think it counts. Um, I I think that I think okay. So I think that the Daily Show counts more than like last week tonight with John Oliver. Um, yeah, that's fair. Because why is that? Uh, I think it's because that like there's still a guest. Um, uh, like interview, like plugging somebody's project. I think that that's part of what I associate with late night shows. Um, you know, broken up into segments. I preferred last week tonight to the daily show, but I think <laughs> that um, they might both count, but I think that the daily show counts more. I think also being on more than once a week uh, helps it count yeah. as well. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think real time is late night? Well, um, I'm glad you bring this up because maybe <laughs> it's late night, but I don't think it's, I think it's, we really are stretching the definition of comedy if we want to include Bill Maher. <laughs> but, um, oh. I, um, it, it might count by association. There are other shows like, um, 
whatever like Chelsea Handler's show used to be, uh, like that would probably go in that uh, like conversation too of like once a week panel shows. Um, I think I think part of it for me because uh, both Bill Maher and John Oliver, HBO. I don't know anybody that has HBO. Yeah, they have yeah. the streaming channel. If you have HBO, sure, you might watch it at night. I don't know if I, if I I haven't seen an episode of John Oliver in like five years. Also, I, I don't know what I watch anymore. But like when I did, I generally watch it during the day. Chris, I know you generally watch all of this shit during the day. Yeah, nobody. I don't think <laughs> yeah, anybody's yeah. like channel actually surfing. watching at night. Yeah. Which well, that's it's what like I used to enjoy. Uh, it's it's like uh, you know Evan and I talked about this off mic a couple weeks ago, but. Um, during the strike, the um, the major late night hosts all put together a podcast, and the profits were going to go to their staff. Um, and a lot of uh, critics of that podcast um, were like, "Well, all, all the late night hosts are washed up because you know, um, on Johnny Carson's last show, it generated millions upon millions of viewers." And now Seth Meyers gets maybe a million viewers um, because, um, and I, I hate to break this to anybody, but the the media landscape has changed in the last 30 years. Um, so, but yeah, I do watch. And also it's not their last show. <laughs> that too. Um, uh, but I think that, uh, so I watch, I do watch, um, Last week tonight, and I watched Late Night with Seth Meyers. Those are my two shows, but I watched them the following morning because they upload almost all of the show to YouTube. So I just watch the pieces that I'm interested in, and I count that as watching the show. What, when's the, like growing up, did you watch like Conan and Letterman as it came on? No. Like, did you stay up late for it then? I. I would watch the Daily Show and the Colbert Report, but I would not. I didn't watch any of the like main network um, talk shows, um, which also makes me wonder. Um, you know, I've seen. I think I watched at least a section of David Letterman's last show. Um, I think I maybe I watched his like last. Uh, top 10 list or whatever where like it was just a parade of celebrities of going on um, but I had kind of wondered if because I hadn't watched them as they were on if like Letterman, Leno Carson like is it because I wasn't watching them at the time that I don't that I didn't think they were funny or uh, is it that like, yeah, that style has aged out. So like in my current viewpoint, it doesn't seem funny. I don't know what's going on. Here's, here's the thing. (laughs) And this is, if we want to get back to the uh, uh, heart of the podcast being uh, awkward shit, I think it's related because again, Letterman, and Conan were my guiding lights <laughs> as a young man. And a big part of both of their humor is here's something that is decidedly not remotely funny. <laughs> and we're going to hit it so fucking hard and act like it's funny. And that's funny. The awkward side being like, I love this. This is for me. Top 10 lists are corny as fuck. The jokes are terrible. <laughs> And, but I enjoy that. You can't share it with anyone because they'll have the same reaction Chris did. Like, is this you like this? Chris, do you watch like if you watch the Marx Brothers? Like, do you look at him being like, "Oh, this is dated," or do you think it's funny? Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head if I've seen any full Marx, Marx Brothers, Brothers episode content. coming up. Um, do, do they have their own YouTube channel? Uh, but I, I uh, promise you, you can must. find them on YouTube. I'm sure I could. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I've seen like you know, maybe I've seen some bits, um, and 
it's you know i think it's i think there's a mix i think there's some stuff that's probably dated and some stuff that still holds up what about like old stand-up like like uh old carlin and stuff like in old cosby before we found out (laughs) but like yeah those kind of jokes like do they seem like oh it's not funny because or are you just miserable well um (laughs) i am miserable but i uh i think that I don't know. I think it's, I think most of uh, that stuff holds up. Some of it I don't think does, but um, there's also the whole that's like thing. It's not cool. Yeah. I mean, there's up. like that the nature, the nature of comedy in general is that some stuff is just not going to hold up. <laughs> um, but also that like some stuff that was done for shock value is like no yeah. longer shocking. Cause you've seen mm-hmm. it aped a bunch of times after the original um so i think that there are some things that might still work comedically but seem dated because i've seen the ripoffs essentially Um, (laughs) so i think i don't know i think there are a lot of different variables to it um i haven't heard um Either of you defend Jay Leno, or are we just all on the same page that he wasn't funny? So, because so <laughs> of the was, drama with Conan. <laughs> so, the same way that Evan was like Conan was my dude, and so and I like that style because it was kind of poking fun at itself. Like the and I love first I love the format of late night because it's yeah. palatable. Like anybody can watch it. It's just a monologue, desk piece, uh, guest animals for some fucking reason another guest and then music or stand-up and every time Any, like, I love anyone anyway. can find something to like about it <laughs> yeah yeah and so like i like what conan did with that format or whatever yeah. and even at the time like i just never watched leno when i was younger and then i went to a taping of leno when he still oh. hosted the tonight show and uh it broke the wall because in between <laughs> okay. the in between the thing uh give me an uh is it selma Hayek? Is that her name? Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, she was on, and like they would like talk, and then the moment they would go to break, she would just have a bunch of people come out and do makeup, and then he <laughs> would turn around and talk to somebody else, and I've then they would go that. around and like five, four, and then they would start pretending to do a conversation. And I remember like not laughing, but then I saw Conan, and Conan's great. So then when the whole Leno thing happened, of course I was like, fuck that guy. But as, <laughs> but as like, I mean, now I think he's cool. He's done cool shit for the writers and yeah. he's donuts. always appeared donuts. He's always donuts. appeared to be a really good boss for his staff. And so like more like yeah. that's cool. But like he was never like, I never thought he was hilarious. Right. Um, I, and then I, I just recently watched uh sorry, Evan, this is my oh, show now. Please. Uh, I just recently watched a, uh, uh, I watched Fallon's monologue from when he first got back, and I, I watched Kimmel's monologue. Yeah. And Fallon, when we were watching it, like, my wife didn't really laugh, and then Chris was in my head. <laughs> and the audible eye rolls that, like, but I was thinking, yeah. though, but, like, it's that show now has to make you and I laugh, people in retirement home laughs, yes. people who get mad if you say crap instead of Mm -hmm. shit you know what i mean like so there's that so he i get all of that um but i do i do there's i do miss the letterman and conan and ferguson thing because like seth myers is like the way you feel about like bill maher where you're like where's the comedy sometimes seth myers (laughs) is just like you're you're just bragging that you're smart that's all you're doing right now (laughs) seth you're just uh i like his show but uh, yeah, the the format of it though is very hacky, and so like it's very easy to not be funny. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, because you have to appeal to so many different demographics because because there's something for anyone to enjoy. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure anyone can enjoy it, uh, and, which, which kind of boxes which in that you sense, in a little. Looking back, Conan was an insane choice to host the Tonight 100%. Show. A hundred percent. He had, a, he had a, a masturbating bear and a character named Preparation H. Raymond. Uh, so do, do you remember the strike of, was it 2008? When yeah, the, yeah so, 2007 to 2008. Yeah. 
so when Conan was hosting, he had these things to where he would like have people submit fan art or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then my wife on Microsoft Paint made <laughs> masturbating bear holding vomiting Kermit uh. to to do you remember the squirrel that was flying around the studio? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it was. They were they were having people submit ideas how to get the flying squirrel shot down. And if I ever get to to meet Conan, then I will have that framed and my wife will sign it for me because it's a piece of art. It was beautiful. That's beautiful. But yeah, it is weird to think that like, especially at that time, because it was so like ratings driven and it's, it's weird too with any like writing any kind of TV and you're like, why is the act one act two here? It's like, Oh, commercial time. Like it's all for that. So like, it's also weird to build a show around selling shit. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, hold on, dog walked by and I got distracted. <laughs> so uh, of, the, of the current shows, Derek, uh, uh-huh. which ones do you watch? So we know Evan doesn't watch any of them. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch I, wa- <laughs> I watch like one or two. Which ones do you watch? I, uh, I do like him. And now the more you're thinking about late night and stuff, like Daily Show more so fits into that because it, it is desk piece and everything else is just kind of disguised as something else. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, uh, but just off like the big networks, I'll watch. I, Kimmel's my favorite right now. I, uh, I agree. But I, you know what? I'm going to say something that, oh. our, that our dad's friends might agree with. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay? Okay. There is an argument to be made. That over the past four years, like Trump time, yeah, that <laughs> funny. Hey, that's been longer than four years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, but uh, but yeah, I, I I know where you're going. I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah but yeah. yes. So following in this time, it was like funny took a step back, right? Sure. And I get it because what was it? 2020. Evan and I were fucking burning down CVSs. We were hot. I get it. It was a time <laughs> we were just we were in it. But I think there's an argument to no be made. No one can that prove funny... that. We wore ski masks. <laughs> uh, but there is an argument to me that funny took a second. Like you guys a took back. a trip together to the East Coast in the beginning of January of 2021, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. We did. Uh, yeah. And we did We did some sightseeing. And can I yeah. tell you something? You took a tour uh, of, a, of a building? We took a tour. We took a <laughs> yeah. tour. Uh, yeah. And our steps that day. Whew, we got our wow. steps in that day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought Disneyland was a walking tour. No. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome for saving democracy, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Also, I like that I'm saying like late night, stop being funny. I invaded the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but go on. It's Kimmel. I think did that and funny. And he, but like mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> Fallon wasn't John Stewart or it's not Bill Maher yeah, or not yeah, John yeah. Oliver. And so like, that's not his when, when you went from like, I'm going to take down the man. And then I don't know. It just, it, I get why people stop watching, but then do you all know about this motherfucker? Greg Gutfeld <laughs> <laughs> only from his Super Bowl commercials. Yes. And now I'm very familiar. <laughs> so he's on the five, like on the Fox news thing. And he has his own late night show. Right. Yeah. And so I've heard. it's, it's literally just like the opposite. That's the whole point of it is like, if you make a Trump joke, we're making a Biden joke. Right. And it's yeah. very hacky and all this stuff. But then uh, this goes back to what you were saying about landscape of TV. So if you go on, like people will be like, Greg Gutfeld is destroying late night numbers. He's crushing <laughs> yeah. it. He's getting, but if you look at like Fox news has about three and a half viewers that watch all of their shit. Right. Yeah. So it's like they're watch Hannity. <laughs> so he gets those viewers. Right. And so like, but even so, like, it's like the, the argument of like ratings is such a weird thing to have on. Cause yeah. Like even shows I like, I hardly like we had everybody streams. Yeah. Everybody streams. And everybody so like, everybody streams. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody watches shit live. Yeah, commercials are the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, uh, 
I I watch Seth Meyers very rarely. If like just if like there's somebody I like, I like his interviews and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. I never cared for James Corden, not for any other reason. Is just like I love Reggie Watts, but it was like for a while it tried to be awkward and weird. Yeah, um, yeah, and then it then it just became like. Show Swim. tunes, kiss ass, <laughs> show tunes. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the compilation of him saying the same interview question yes. over and over? Yes. No, I, and, I love yeah. it. And it's, yeah. it's that's like that's what bumps me up sometimes too. Is like, like it does. I mean, Conan's not dead. His podcast is great. And he's <laughs> no. still Conan and everything. But like that, it is weird that like at, for entertainment we're just we watch like fake conversations in order <laughs> yeah. for them to like sell a movie that we're going to watch a trailer. It's just weird. Yeah. And th- there's some people who are good at that, that can kind of break in and out of that. I think Kimmel's good at that. And you can tell when he's like, but yeah, the uh, Evan watch the clip of him asking. Oh, it's I the will. same. And he does like the lean ins at the same time. He laughs at the same times. I think it's a compilation from uh, John Oliver's show. I think that it was one of those <laughs> okay. like things that they That's even better they stitch in between the the like oh, the intro nowadays. and the main top. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's James Corden just over and over again being like, "We have to congratulate you on your new movie. Tell us what it's about and who do you play?" <laughs> over yeah. and over again. <laughs> That's so good. And like. He, uh, there's a lot of, he had a lot of funny writers that did like thing and sketches in it and stuff, but yeah, yeah, overall I just never, and then Colbert, this is, this is heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Cause I I love saying that I love Colbert, I love him, but the show is not what I like it. He would, he was the perfect guy to take over Letterman, but then like, this goes back to like, the other side has a point to where, like, it literally is like Hillary's campaign with some jokes sometimes, and like, like that bummed me out because, like, I don't know. I'm telling you, I, I like, I Kimmel, like, I like if you wear your political stance on your sleeve or whatever, that's fine. Like, just like you have to be funny. That's all. Be like, funny about it. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think like sometimes Colbert, who is the fu- one of the funniest people. And like I mean, there's segments and, also and stuff. One of the funniest people in the history of political satire. <laughs> like, no, it, yeah. That's exclusively uh, what his brand was. <laughs> it's and I'm not saying he has to play that character or whatever, yeah. but it was it's just I don't know. It 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 doesn't feel like that show that maybe I thought it could be or Same. it feels it feels too bland and boring to be Colbert. Yeah. I think that I, I kind of agree with what you were saying. When, I remember when he first started, he had one of the like um, more like feral audiences like in studio <laughs> where like anytime he would be like, you know, I, he would do this transition a lot or this style of transition where he would love, be talking about something in the news. And then he would be like, uh, speaking of stupid, Donald Trump. And then we'd have to take like an applause like break <laughs> for like the crowd right. to go wild. <laughs> it's like, the, uh, the I might agree with you, but it's not, pandemic. there's no joke yet. <laughs> like, <Right. it's... laughs> hit me. And if like, if your goal is to get certain people elected or whatever, right? Like, say if you want to sure. use that platform, which yeah. you have every right to do or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, you got to understand that there's half the country that's going to be like, okay, we get it. Okay. Like, we're going to go, we're, like, and that's weird to me, is, like. I think that's it, where it's like, Gutfeld it, was born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In the middle of the clapter. He squeezed through <laughs> and raised enough money for, like, 20 Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> it, it is weird that, like, yeah, it that became a joke in and of itself, is, like, Trump's bad, and then. And then I, one of the things that pisses me off, whether it's like live comedy, I hate ooze over like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like if they're like, you know, Trump and uh, Milano, ooh, and they're like, man, <laughs> yeah. he, he went there? Yeah, that drives me crazy. Uh, Chris Gethard's show. Did you guys ever watch his stuff? A little bit, I've yeah. only seen the episode with Jason Manzukis yeah. and Paul Shear 
where they, they have just to guess him? which. Well, where they have to guess which celebrity guess what's in the. Is in it wasn't the even box. what celebrity. It's oh like, yeah, yeah. What is in the trash? What can. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with Paul G- Giamatti. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, his, uh, but watch him on YouTube because yeah. they did like six years of like my dream show. If I Total if I had my stuff. dream show, is where it's just I get they. I get to be the name or whatever. And I just get to hire my friends and they yeah. just get to do. And it was like a public access show. Fucking awesome. And then they took it to true TV and they did two seasons and it, it was cool too. Cause that, that, that was like a, it's like a, it's, I know it's lame to say like it was punk rock, but like there is this thing to where like punk rock only can exist in certain arenas. Yeah. And yeah. once you do that in a different arena and like, to a lesser extent, that's what I think of Colbert. Is yeah. okay, yeah. When you know what I mean, because his like White House correspondence thing, when he was in character, was fucking amazing. Yeah. But it also sometimes bums me out where like these comedians who I love that will be like, "Fuck the government, let's go after him." Hey, we should elect this guy. This guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna not say shit. Fuck the government, and I just I I wish that it was like, like. It's the same thing like if you're talking to a friend about anything and you say one bad thing about a political candidate and they say, well, what about this guy? Instead of just being like, dude, there's fucking 300 million of us, right? You can think these two are both douches and are bad for us that aren't good for us. Anyway, comedy. So the, tying back a little bit to something that uh, that you mentioned, where with the awkwardness uh, between um, the commercial breaks with uh, Salma Hayek uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and, like, uh, breaking the wall, uh, one of the things that like really I find so uncomfortable and awkward um, is when sometimes the host does it. I mean, this in a way kind of connects to to. Um, the Colbert, like, um, uh, speaking of stupid Donald Trump, um, but the, um, when a celebrity or a host is, is pandering to the audience yeah, and there are two, uh, it happens all the time, but there are two that like stick out in my mind. They're both from Jimmy Kimmel's, uh, show. And one is an interview with Danny DeVito and one is an interview with Sam Rockwell, where basically both of them are like in the middle of telling a story. Um, you know, uh, like Danny DeVito's talking about working with Tim Burton, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I've done a couple movies with uh, with Tim Burton, uh, Batman Returns," and then he'll like pause, you know, you know. Yeah, hey, Batman Returns, and then the audience is like, "Oh yeah, no, we love it." Um, the with uh, Sam Rockwell, Dumbo. I think. He, yeah, <laughs> with Sam Rockwell, I think <laughs> it was like he was promoting Fosse and Verd or Fosse Verdon. Fosse, uh, and he yeah. was like, "Oh, I um, you know, I learned how to play drunk uh because I got some advice from um Ray Liotta when I worked with him on a film." The great Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah. We love him. <laughs> I, I find that stuff so Weird, uncomfortable like, and awkward. Forced applause um, breaks. Yeah. So if you, were to, if you were to go see like a Ringo Starr concert. Which I have. Right, and he, if he's like, all right, this reminds me of when I was in a band, The Beatles. You would say, enough. <laughs> enough. No, no pander. It's no, it's it's <laughs> this the, reminds me. <laughs> it's the it's the repeat Man, of it when they easy. don't get the applause the first time and so they it's repeat the it to get the yeah. It's yeah. he can, you know, if he wants to be like this reminds me of when I was in the Beatles. <laughs> and then everyone immediately applauds and goes wild. Fine. It's when he, it would be like, if he was like, this reminds me of, you know, when I was in the Beatles, one of the greatest rock bands of all time, the Beatles. And then everybody goes, oh yeah. Ringo's the best. He just comes out and goes, peace and love. love. (laughs) Everyone goes, yeah. (laughs) Peace and love. Best nights of my life. The great peace and love. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
My great catchphrase. This is Ringo Starr. <laughs> this is what I sound like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good impression. <laughs> uh, Derek. Okay. Oh, oh I'm, I'll ask this to both, but I think, Evan, I can know your answer. I could be wrong. Great. But were, were there ever any bands you discovered from oh, yeah. Conan or Letterman? Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking lootly. That, that was what maybe the biggest thing with Letterman is Letterman had awesome taste in music mm-hmm. uh, and would book acts that he liked. Uh, particularly, I remember TV on the radio being, I saw them performing live on Letterman and was like, oh, that's my new favorite band. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, the music was a big aspect of it for me. Um, have you ever been to uh, Taping? any tapings? No. And here's here's the no. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to uh, get in front of the question, the initial question, which I also want to hear from Chris. But uh, my track coach when I was in, yeah, I guess it would have been high school, like a freshman in high school. So I'm like 15, 16 years old. And I love David Letterman, which is not like, yeah, all the kids were watching David Letterman. It's like, you know, they say like, oh, find your tribe as you get older. You find your group of people that think the same way you do. Like, I I grew up in a place and nobody, (laughs) nobody was watching that (laughs) shit. And my old man track coach, who was my dad's teacher when he was a kid. Uh, had a Letterman sweater and would tell me stories of the day he went to see a taping of David Letterman. And I just was the kid that was like, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. It is cool. In my life, I would love to be you, Mr. Roberts. (laughs) So, yeah, I was a cool kid. That's the end of that. Um, To go back to the music question, no, uh, because I generally skip the music performances, both on late night shows and on Saturday Night Live. Um, he hates music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, when I was uh, listening to um, Smartless, uh, the podcast, the, uh, they were interviewing Darius Rucker, and they were, and he was basically <laughs> telling the story of how he got famous, which was that, like, he played some small show, and Letterman happened to be in the audience and was <laughs> like, "Get me." Get me like Hootie and the Blowfish. Get me Hootie. on like ASAP, and then they they were on like uh, on like a Thursday or Friday night, and by Monday they were like one of the biggest bands uh, uh, in the world. Which was, I mean, that's I think that stuff is cool. I just um, I don't know. I don't uh, I don't watch a lot of live musical performances. Uh, it's just, in- in that not sense. my jam and, <laughs> and the way that you do watch late night shows like even not watching them it is just a i don't know maybe it's maybe it's just me i don't watch the shows anymore uh i don't feel does it do they even do musical performances anymore yeah. i've not yeah, seen yeah. a clip of a musical performance in a long time which makes me think they're all boring now <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know Colbert has cool music on sometimes okay. though. And like, he'll have like, uh, like the rock and tours did like a whole week. I like that. Um, he'll have cool. He has cool music. And like, and like, if you ever hear comedians talk about Colbert in between takes, cause like he'll talk, they're like, he's the funniest fucking person. But like yeah. the, the character almost is like, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Um, I, uh want to talk about uh another <laughs> format of late night shows which was their all of their remote shows when uh yeah. during the pandemic they all had to scramble to still find a way to produce their shows and i thought every single show except maybe james corden's show but <laughs> i mean whatever uh and i didn't really watch much of jimmy fallon's show but i thought that um like Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert especially like their shows got like marketably better uh during their remote pandemic shows when it was just the sounds of like Seth Meyers's crew laughing or Stephen Colbert's family laughing in the mm-hmm. background like i thought that um they had because there wasn't the 
like studio audience, audience to feed off of, which yeah. I know a lot of the hosts were um, upset not to have. <laughs> I thought that it meant that they actually um, did a lot, took a lot more like risks with jokes and, um, and also had more time to fit in more jokes. Yeah. Um, and I thought all of their shows uh, got way better. And then as soon as they got live audiences back, I thought most of them dipped back down, uh, except for Seth Meyers, who I was just going to say Seth on. Meyers kept it. Yeah. He never exactly. wore a suit again. Exactly. I <laughs> love it. He like calls out, now. calls out all his writers by name sometimes. Uh, like uh, it's a much more like casual I like that. approach with I think which I think is more fun. Hey, I'll have to mm-hmm. check this kid out. He sounds promising. Um, and Conan's uh, his remote shows were awesome. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Where they put like Andy Richter as far yeah. back in the seats at Largo as they could. <laughs> Great, loved and it. Also, <laughs> such a cool fucking move that he did that for Largo. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, that's rad. Rad shit, bro. Uh, do we want to talk about any? Um, any of the controversies swirling around the the late night time? Uh, you know, Evan, you talked about how you love to keep up on late night drama, even though you don't it's watch true. any of the shows. I mean, a, a general disdain for James Corden has kept me like, abreast of drama here and there. Uh, and then a good old uh, article or two about uh, Jimmy Fallon <laughs> kept my attention. What yeah. do you think about that? The the Fallon thing? I um, have, go ahead, I have a specific relationship to it in that I I can see so setting the, the drinking aside, the potential that now oh, he's like showing up at work drunk. That's I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. People's description of what it's like working at that office sounded a lot like my last job which was a fucking nightmare and so i feel like particularly like fuck that whole thing and that's not all jimmy fallon it's clearly the the network everything going on there like eight different (laughs) showrunners in six or seven years whatever the number was uh they got problems and I particularly was like, this reminds me of the worst time in my life. <laughs> and fuck it all. <laughs> I think it's interesting that, um, like, so there's been that, there's been the stuff uh, that came out recently with Jimmy Fallon having a, a rough workplace. Um, James Corden have uh, being a rough uh, uh boss or person (laughs) to be around um this isn't late night but uh ellen degeneres being a a tough person to work for in a similar talk show format um and i've heard um a couple people who have uh worked um for uh bill maher's show be like he's not that great to be around um (laughs) So I just think it's interesting. I'm I'm like I kind of go back and forth where like I'm sure that they are like rough workplaces, right? Yeah. But I'm also like I can't help but also be like, yeah, but everybody hates their boss. <laughs> so like, I, like I I believe that the the stuff is bad, but I also am like just interview every employee everywhere and 95% of them are going to be like, my workplace sucks, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I like, I I agree with it, but it's also like, or I I don't agree with it, but I um, empathize with it and believe it, but I don't, uh, but I also feel like, Hey, where's, well, interview me about my workplace. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not excusable because some of the accounts are not good and nobody right. should have to like, like if I'm away from my family and shit, like you're not allowed to be mean to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I have, I have That's heaven really. waiting for me. And so like, if you don't let me get, you're not allowed to be mean, but I've also never been the boss. 
of yeah. hundreds of people yeah. who I have to fucking be on. And like, it's goofy on. It's not like yeah. cutting up. Like you can't say certain things. You have to like, I get, and if you're an alcoholic, like that, that like, that's part of the equation too. That so if you're an help. alcoholic, you have all that, like, Granted, you shouldn't be like yelling at people because they looked you in the eye like Ellen did. But yeah, I mean, also <clears throat> it kind of goes back to like either the like the the argument that was posed against writers in the strikes of like, no, you should be grateful to be here though. And right. It's like okay, yeah, right. you should, but uh, I think there's a way you could be stressed out and not be a monster. I think uh, yeah. you could be mean and have bad days without being a monster and but like evan you were saying like that your last job and how bad it was and stuff yeah like it's weird because if the because it was what radio or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah so like i mean but that dj come on man he's good at what he does you gotta give it to him (laughs) i never have and i never will (laughs) (laughs) if uh also if people don't know uh Evan used to work for Casey Kasem. Yes. And hated it. Hated Rotten it. hell, Casey. <laughs> Coming up next, hell. Coming up no, next, no, no, Casey Kasem. Don't rate me. We all, we Coming all. up next, <laughs> my foot right up your ass. No, the, but the biggest the biggest thing for me was the description that like, cl- almost like, ah, triggered the description of like, when you go into the office and everyone is talking, like, is it a good Jimmy day or is it a bad Jimmy day? Because if it's a bad Jimmy day, we're all in for hell today and nobody talk yeah, to him and that. nobody have fun. It's like, I, I think it's just kind of a global, like, like Chris is what you're saying is accurate. Like, well, most people's work sucks <laughs> and people. <laughs> Nobody wants to really work. And that is a job where it's like, yeah, you should be grateful to be there. What a dream. But when you have that dream and then it's like, no, it's not a dream at all. It sucks. It's a terrible job. <laughs> it's not fun. And when you when you piece it together and say, host aside, this should be a blast. This is just a bunch of funny people getting together, coming up with some funny shit every night for a show. And if that sucks as much as any of our jobs has ever sucked... What are we? What are we doing? <laughs> it yeah. all just sucks. <laughs> That's bad. I don't know what like, my point is. Uh, it no, I mean, change. I, I, I get fun. like it should just be fun, and I get the stress of. I mean, not anymore. Imagine, imagine at the height of ratings wars and yeah. shit like that. I get that, like to where like Leno and Letterman. I get like stress during that, but like. Yeah, it should be the most fun place to work. Like, it should be what Google, you know, like, I, I never worked at Google, obviously, never been in it. But we should all try I, that. P- Maybe that's an episode. The three of us work at Google. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just imagine, like, ball pits and slides and fucking scooters and, like, all a comedy show should be is, like, a fucking ball pit with Sharpies. Yeah. And you get to, like, draw, like, knock-knock jokes. And- ball A ball pit? full of comedy writers they all write joke on a ball <laughs> and then it's like what, uh, like bingo the system just takes a ball out and they pull it out and go is this good that goes in the show <laughs> this is my show the evan cox show cox cox late night cox late night cox there it is <laughs> i was gonna say cox tonight but i'm like ah this needs a punch up team i like cox tonight <laughs> Cox tonight. Yeah, Cox tonight is good. Late night Especially Cox, if it was short, like if it was like a thirty-minute show, so it was like not enough Cox tonight. Ah, sorry, not enough Cox. Not enough Cox. Yeah, I like the hey. the your title of your show starts with Ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that is also like, hey, if you don't like me, it's gonna be quick. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Derek. We buried the lead. You've hosted your own late night shows. <laughs> I mean, that's a stretch, but yeah. Yeah, you have. How was that? Evan process? and I were guests on one. No, of them. you you were uh, you were a guest 
So I did it in high school with my like best friend Scott. And we did it for like two Scott. and a half years. Round of applause Scott. for Scott. Scott. Scotty. Scotty still has that house. Yeah. Hey. Go get him, Scott. <laughs> Round of applause. Uh, Throwback. 200 and- episodes. <laughs> The great Scott. Mm-hmm. The great Scott. <laughs> great Scott. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I wanted to do it again. So like I would do little workshops around town before I like did like the hour version or whatever. And you guys were on and I did about five or six of them and four were good one was okay and one was real bad the one was real bad was your guys i was gonna and, say you don't <laughs> uh, but we bring that energy just, to, to, no, 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 no. to the club it was uh but like also it's like that's what workshopping's for or Absolutely. whatever the the thing that i remember from when we were a guest on your show uh-huh. um like i think you you gave us i don't know if you gave us the direction of like Hey, you guys can either be like, oh, this show is so awkward and uncomfortable. Let's really heighten up that uh, that you guys don't want to be here. Or you guys can go the opposite direction. Either way. And so Evan and you and went I, hard on the first. Evan and I were like, oh, acts like we don't want to be here. You got it, buddy. <laughs> but, Which also, and that audience also, hated us. And, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you're if if you as a host is bombing yeah. and the the people who are, are honestly don't want to be there for the bombing reasons and then are also acting like they don't want to be there. <laughs> and like most of the times I would do it because I would do it like a 12 minutes. I would I would start with like five minutes, 12 minutes. And I worked up to like a 45 minute thing. Yeah. Right? But there's times where it would be like five minutes and I was like, just give me another second. And like that time I was like, just fucking cut the lights, dude. Just cut it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there um, was, it, it's so quiet for about you like, 12. It, you handed stuff out to it, like a little, like, did you hand out like a zebra cake or something like that? You gave us some cake. like. I yeah, was, I'm always sponsored. I was yeah. always got to do commercials. And so I, <laughs> I just sat there and ate my cake. <laughs> I don't know if I like handed it to Evan or or what, but somewhere in the exchange between Evan and myself of a zebra cake, I almost sliced his eye with the like plastic <laughs> edge of that wrapper, and we both had a moment of like, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that's, sorry about that, guys. That's what I remember from guesting on your show. <laughs> no. Almost no. slicing Evan's eye. No, we are we are also sorry. With a zebra cake wrap. <laughs> that, that felt like we brought a, an energy that no one was enjoying. Yeah, I'm t- nobody in that room enjoyed any part of it. And then, oh, uh, you know, uh, Mike Burns, Michael Burns, mm-hmm. uh, put on, like, Great dude. He's yeah. an amazing musician. Go look up his YouTube channel called Wisecrack. He like he looks at comedy through philosophy lens. He's fucking brilliant. He and but, I were in a sketch class one the, together. I've been on a, a sketch writing panel with the man. He's awesome. I, uh, <laughs> I fucking love that dude. And one of the things that made me like really like be like, oh, this dude's good is he told me I had a bad show. <laughs> Like at because yeah. he was a guest on one of my shows. Yeah. He was a guest on the forty-five minute one, and he was like, "Oh no, it was like really good, man." He was like, "Yeah, that time at my it was like a fucking bomb." And I was like, "Yeah," but like I would much rather have somebody who's like honest with me. Yeah, because how many times have you had a bad show and people was like, "Good show, buddy. Good show. Good we've, show." We've talked yeah. about this a lot. <laughs> and so I I made a point to where like. It's, I'm never rude. I'll never go up to somebody and say you have a bad show or no. whatever. But if like if like, but I don't I don't tell everybody good show anymore. Yeah. Like unless if I think it was a good show, just because like it doesn't do anybody good and it's insincere and like you shouldn't yeah. lie to people. You shouldn't make you shouldn't make it a point to just lie to strangers. <laughs> and you don't have to say like it was bad, but like for you to go out of your way and saying like that was good. Yeah, um, I don't I don't remember which. Uh, one it was but one of your long I don't know if it was the 45 minute one Michael was in the audience and had a bit in it yeah. uh, at the yeah. pack, pack theater yeah mm-hmm. uh, that was a very fun show that just, was my favorite show that, there. that was a good one that's uh, that's the show you had a, try to get it going you had a band 
had a band. Patrick was the guest. Patrick was the guest always. Patrick was I mean, the guest. You, you can't lose. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> like, one. <laughs> Patrick is somebody who it doesn't matter what he's doing is like he'll get a room just to laugh. It like, just spreads joy. He well, is a he's he a cartoon was, character. Was he also a guest on the on the one that we did, or was that somebody else? No, he somebody was, else uh, was a guest after you and I yes. came on, and like really helped the audience. Was like, thank God, somebody else is out here. Yeah. They <laughs> loved whoever that next guest was. I think it was Patrick. I don't know. No, pa- Patrick. It, I don't was know. Your Patrick was your announcer <laughs> that night. From the oh. stands, I don't. Re- I don't know the guy who was your other guest. I, I remember him, uh, but it was no oh, one I've d- ever met before. I should know. I don't remember off the top of my head. I had tattoos. Um, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> uh, I feel bad, I, but I did. But the the pack show is the one that I'm gonna. The Glendale room would be a good space for it, so okay. we might do it that but i love so i loved the way that i did my show is because it was is like i just get to have funny people around yeah. me and i and so it was it's all improvised other than like three or four jokes and then it's just like okay you're gonna you're gonna interrupt the show as this character but like there's no and so like each show has like five or six different characters that come on and stuff. Yeah. And so for me, it's like an excuse just to like hang out with funny people, but get like to give a platform for the under the, the undervoiced <laughs> <laughs> improv comedians in Los Angeles. <laughs> Those yeah. without a voice. <laughs> um, no, I think it is. It's so uh, we, cool. It's such a cool format for just like, cause I, I love, uh, and hey, uh, have us back on sometimes. We'll bring a better energy. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> but I love, I love the idea of like maybe from because that is so much of how Conan's show used to work. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, character from the audience interrupts the show, and then it's a little character piece. And I think that's so much more fun and so much more comfortable of a way to watch character bits than any of the like oh go to a ucb show and it's everyone's gonna do a character one after one character parade it's like nah it's fun it's it's just a fun place for someone to write a little like two minute bit (laughs) of a stupid character Uh, and that's great victor who is the band leader that night he wrote a piece and somebody else did it but it was called yummy gummy cummy tummies i remember and it was (laughs) So during the show, the Shark Tank music starts playing and somebody comes in He's and he goes down the hall. That was like an ongoing bit. Somebody opens the door thinking we're a different show all the time. <laughs> so he comes on thinking that Shark Tank, but we let him pitch it to us anyway. And we're eating these like yummy, gummy, gummy tummies and they're just gummy bears, but they're full of 100% protein. And then he tells us, and the joke is it's his semen, right? And that's the yes. whole bit, right? And we keep eating them. And... My brother-in-law surprised me by bringing my dad. And so, like, when that started, I was like, fuck. And then I, I hear him, like, laughing hysterically. Oh, good. Uh, and But then it was funny because Victor, who was the band leaders, after he knows, just throughout the show, it just keeps popping them. And that was, like, an ongoing bit. Uh, yeah, it was a fun show. Yeah. I met your dad. You met my dad. I did meet your dad. Uh, I uh, I went on a uh, a baseball trip recently, and you came up way too often. <laughs> <laughs> that's comfortable for me. I, I, that's what that's what he told me. He's like, enough about this boy. <laughs> this boy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We're at the fifty-seven minute point. Are we? What? What? Anyone else have any other thoughts they wanted to squeeze in? Before we squeeze out of here. Think, <laughs> late night. What do we think the future of late night looks like? Um, you know, that coveted oh. spot after the daily show, they've tried a couple different things and nothing seems to stick. Uh, now that Corden's retired, Corden, they're going to yeah. replace his slot with a reboot of at, at midnight. midnight. Um, 
Uh, what an insane choice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real out of left field choice, but I'll, I'll see what they're up to when it gets going. It, it is interesting. Yeah. It does feel like there's this and like the Daily Show on its and it's in and of itself, like still still really postponing, even committing to like, yes, we are going to definitely have a host. <clears throat> it feels like there is this. I, I just have to assume the shows aren't doing well. <laughs> Like people aren't watching them. And similar to me working in radio where it's like radio and hey, I'm going to blow this wide open. Guess what, everyone? You can listen to radio on your phone, on your computer. You can listen to it anywhere. That doesn't fucking matter. The only thing that matters still is those random people that get little Nielsen notebooks and get to write down what they've been listening to and send it back. And that's how ratings work. So, uh, streaming shit doesn't do shit. I don't know. Maybe all these shows are in trouble and they're just, uh, they all go bye-bye. And even though I don't watch any of them, that would make me really sad. <laughs> I like the Start format. watching them. Uh, maybe. I love the format. I love the format. Yeah, I do too. I don't have cable. <laughs> um, I think uh, it's weird to say like, podcasting as if it's not been around a long time and stuff, but like Conan. Yeah. It's specifically his transition Mm -hmm. where it's not, it's not a celebrity who has a podcast. It's just a continuation of his show in a different format. Um, So I think there's like a lot of that. Um, You saw even when his show right before it ended, where it was just more conversational. Yeah. 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 Just sitting around. I, this is a prediction that I don't know means shit, but I do think <clears throat> this gonna sound so pretentious too. Great. Like the corporate, <laughs> the, the corporate late night, I do think it's going to kind of peter out yeah. to where, and it doesn't mean like Fallon's obviously brilliant, but it's just like that format. I don't know if there's that, how content, but right. there's going to be, if that goes away, then there's going to be a fucking craving for that. And yeah. I hope when it does come back, it's, I hope funny is number one. Yeah. Like over everything. And like, I get wanting to take down the man. Like I get it, but like there's people out there trying to take them down. Yeah. Like I get it. And so like, I understand the argument where people are like, no dude, for like an hour, I just want to fucking just silly. Yeah. And so like, I hope that it, it steers away from like corporate kind of like generic boring but then I don't know where the fuck is the home of that going to be? Because yeah. streaming's not going to work. Right. Live comedy. You come out and see this guy. You give me there $5 at a time. Derek okay? Hood, the $5 at a time. late night. Who, who is like, and then maybe this is too late to be bringing up a question none of us are prepared for. Is there a person out there that you're like, that's who, if all the late night hosts oh. left right now, or or now, yeah, let's put the Tonight Show aside because that is peak, the corporate thing you're talking about. One of the late, late shows, Seth Meyers leaves, mm-hmm. who's someone that you're like, I would love to see that person get the chance to have a show and do something awesome with it. Um, I... I think um, that that's a tough question to Thank answer you. because, <laughs> like, I'm gonna I'm gonna reframe it, and right. I'm gonna say, let's say that they weren't doing uh, the reboot of At Midnight. Sure. Let's say that someone was filling that slot, and the only reason I'm gonna change it from that is because the NBC um, fair. Uh, pipeline seems to be that then they would pick Colin Jost and just put him on uh, <laughs> late night, the weekend Which, update yeah. to late night to tonight show that. pipeline. I think that's what, um, <clears throat> what they have set up now. Um, I mean, I, I would love it if, you know, if it was Colin Jost and Michael Che together, but I was just um, thinking that, like, how could I don't you make know that, that either of them would work hosting the show. show solo uh, as well as they would together. But yeah. uh, maybe that's just me. Uh, I'm going to say um, uh, I'd like to see um, uh, Paul F. Tompkins do it. Uh, he That'd had those um, mm-hmm. 
the interview series he had for a while called speakeasy that was great um which he recently revealed on an episode of freedom that they tried to pitch as a show and the um company put together a reel that did not feature him in it at all it was just (laughs) celebrities giving answers to questions you didn't hear uh which is insane (laughs) so fucking funny i so i do because i always thought that those it was a short like interview like relatively short form i think they got longer as as the show went along but yeah started out relatively short but they were really like good interesting questions people seemed laid back um uh people seemed willing to like joke around which sometimes they don't uh seem to be willing to do on American talk shows. Uh, yeah. If they go overseas to Graham Norton, they're like, yeah, let's go nuts. But uh, <laughs> uh, so for, I'm going to say uh, Paul F. Tompkins for, um, for that, uh, <clears throat> for the interviewing skill, as well as uh, through his various podcasts and connections to the comedy community feels like he would bring a lot of people he knows to kind of do different bits or or write or whatever. This would be enjoyable. I'm going to say give uh, give Ron Funches an hour of giggly love fest, and I tune in. <laughs> um, I would say Michelle Wolf, who she's great, like Seth Meyers writer and stuff. Yep. Or T- or Tina Fey. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think Tina Fey would be so good at being serious, but like. I remember rewatching 30 Rock and just like how many times fart doctors mentioned. <laughs> I think she would be a good mix. She would. Uh, I think at this point she is, she's so above that. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, there's a lot of rumors that she'll take over for Lauren Michaels at SNL. Oh, yeah. So that, that could be, that would uh, be red. an avenue as well. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Maria Bamford too. Oh God, I would like insane. to see how I would love that. It, 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 it couldn't. It wouldn't be like. It would like, definitely. It be, wouldn't last. No. But it would be awesome. <laughs> it would be rolling more into the Craig Ferguson side of things. People in a horse costume yeah. dancing. <laughs> I love Maria Bamford. It, uh, I saw her at the clubhouse. At <laughs> I missed. Two in the I missed all time. of those shows. There was a. Yeah, there was, she doesn't like. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to oh, say there was a brief really? period of time where she was just taking classes at UCB. She took like a 101 improv class at UCB while we were all taking classes. I'm like, damn, I missed out. <laughs> yeah, she says she doesn't like being out late just to like crowd work, just to try out work. So she'll do a show at the clubhouse for 15 people at two in the afternoon. Yeah, it's fun. As someone yeah. else who doesn't like to be out super late. I love that. It's maybe one of the <laughs> reigning reasons that I'm like, because there are reasons. Like, oh, I wouldn't mind doing an improv show again, but I'm like, I, I do love not being ho- on the hook for an 11:30 slot. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, that makes. If I don't have that, I'm like, well, what? What's the point of three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> if I don't have 11 o'clock? <laughs> what's all this for if I don't have that? That's all I need. But you guys, I like to sleep. I think. You guys didn't dip your toe. Like, you guys weren't like, hey, let's do a show whenever we can. Like, you guys were like, hey, we're going to do 17 fucking shows a week. <laughs> yeah. Kind of swimming it and hate every second of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nah, there was uh, some good moments. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Chris, you don't have to say anything so much. And like the fact that you're like you're like you're physically being like, don't say, don't say, don't say. You just have so much in your emotion all the time, and it's never good. Yeah. It's never yeah. positive. Yeah, I'm bursting with compliments like, right now. I, I've never, I've never had Chris look at me and being like, I bet he's thinking something good right now. Uh. Well, uh, I think we've done it. Uh, we had a good chat with the future of late night. Derek Leonard. Everybody, the great Derek Leonard. <laughs> a man who I was on his podcast once and was challenged to remember his name and couldn't remember his name. <laughs> it's not fair to put people on the spotlight. <laughs>
<laughs> I know your first name. I'll do it again. <laughs> uh, also, uh, con- this is going to be cheesy, but fucking yeah. it, congrats for keeping this thing going. Thank you. Thank and you. I, I did 10 episodes and posted eight of them. And I was like, this is fucking work. It's dude. hard. Yeah. It's like, and so uh, thanks for the bump, though. The how do we human bump? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. No, I want to. I want to say it because it, it, it has a lot of work. But hey, I think both girls and I, I think we still enjoy doing this. What do you know? Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> now I was like, should I just turn my camera off and say it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, uh, and then uh, c- congrats <laughs> on it, though, Thank and uh, congrats on the engagement. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm not involved. Is that, in is that private? No, we've it's it's come up on the podcast, uh, of course. Of course. Um, hey, can uh, I so can, yeah. let me give you let me give you one piece of marriageable marital marriageable 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 advice? Oh yeah, hey. here it comes. Hey, this is the good stuff. You keep that broad happy. <laughs> if not, oh, watch out. <laughs> That's watch good out. advice. Good and this bro time, Derek. this bro time, <laughs> yeah. say goodbye to it, buddy. Over. <laughs> goodbye to how do we Fuck it over. <laughs> uh, you can uh, listen to more of this shit wherever the fuck you want. <laughs> Look anywhere. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Amazon Music for some reason. It's on Spotify, except for a couple episodes where we had too much music in it. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) leave us ratings leave us reviews we love all that shit you can also find us on social media we're on instagram at how do we human we got that handle (laughs) we're on facebook at how do we human uh gotta get that handle we're on youtube at how do we human uh, I don't think you're ready for that handle. Oh, sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can send us a little old email. Uh, that is howdowehumanpod at gmail.com. The best part of that handle is that it's an email. Woo! Derek, <laughs> anything you'd like to plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, Demon Improv. Yeah. Uh, look us up. You're um, on Instagram. We do shows. It's fun. What's your Instagram handle? Demon. It, it's, uh, I think it's just at Demon Improv. I think you're right. Um, Follow them. They do post you guys their start shows. every show by like doing, you know, like like a, a summoning yourselves to the stage? Ooh, I, I like that. <laughs> I do. I try not to because it's stupid. But I, I say, I say, hi, we're Demon. Um, and we're here to... Uh, convert you to the church of Satan through the art of long form comedy. Love it. Something. But uh, I don't know why. Devil's funny. Right? Devil's, Are you guys, devil's well, funny. If you guys ever do a podcast about the devil, please call me. <laughs> because skinny guy, I, all red, people, little pitchfork. Yeah, any awkward but, moments but, with but, the, but, devil, the devil, <laughs> But people believe in it, and people who like are doctors believe in it, and lawyers, and it's it seems outdated. Nobody wants to get poked in the. But butt. maybe I don't know. Nobody wants to get a. Nobody wants to get. <laughs> anyway, good ending, guys. <laughs> yep. Okay, bye. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs>